All right, hello everybody. My name is Bridge Colby. I'm a principal of the Marathon Initiative and I serve as Deputy Assistant Secretary of Defense for Strategy and Force Development from 2017 to 2018, uh, where I was the lead official in the development of the 2018 National Defense Strategy and had the great pleasure to work with Jim Mitri. Jim. I'm Jim Mitri, the Chief Strategy Officer at Cavini and formerly had an incredibly wonderful experience working with Bridge as the Executive Director of the 2018 National Defense Strategy. Uh, Bridge and I recently wrote an op-ed called Why the Pentagon Should Focus on Taiwan for War on the Rocks. And we're grateful for the opportunity to explain a little bit about it today. I'm gonna to discuss why scenarios matter and why we wrote the piece. Now, the 2018 National Defense Strategy identifies China as the United States' principal strategic competitor and requires the US military to be able to deter and if necessary, defeat China in war. But it leaves open the question of which war. That's where scenarios come in. They provide a plausible description of a path to war that serves as a testbed to evaluate how well the U.S. military would perform. It is through scenario-based analysis that the department discovers what it does well and what it doesn't, and how to improve its performance through changes in its force structure, capabilities, operational concepts, and defense posture, as well as those of its allies and partners. We wrote this piece because scenario selection matters greatly. The reality is that, Despite its size and resources, the department has limited analytic bandwidth, and it's important that it analyzes the right problems. There is regularly active debate on which scenarios the department should examine to best represent the defense strategy. We thought it important to clarify and codify the case for a Taiwan scenario. Now, Bridge, can you please explain why? Great, so why is it important to focus on Taiwan for the defense establishment? First, the defense of Taiwan is important, if not critical, uh, in frustrating China's pursuit of regional hegemony as the US government in various formats has concluded as China's goal. First, uh, Taiwan is militarily significant. It acts as a kind of cork holding in or, or hindering China's military, uh, military's ability to project power out beyond the so-called first island chain into the broader Pacific as well as uh, uh, East Asia more broadly. Secondly, it's really important for US differentiated credibility with respect to China and the US alliance uh, architecture in Asia. While Taiwan is not a formal treaty ally, uh, the US, I believe the US uh, is in a kind of quasi-alliance uh, with Taiwan based on things like the Taiwan Relations Act, the Six Assurances, and a long pattern and history of making clear our opposition to the use of coercion or force by China to resolve the situation with Taiwan. Third, if one is more uh, ideologically inclined, Taiwan's status as a free and vigorous democracy uh, stands in stark contrast to uh, uh, Beijing and, and the People's Republic as a uh, Marxist-Leninist dictatorship. Uh, military defense is increasingly relevant. For a long time, China didn't really have a plausible option to suborn uh, Taiwan by force. Uh, but now the, the growth of PLA, particularly focused on, on Taiwan, uh, is increasingly giving it that, uh, that plausible capability. And at the same time, the people on Taiwan are less and less uh, interested in any kind of unification or accommodation with the mainland. In fact, they're moving in the opposite direction. And China's behavior in Hong Kong and elsewhere has really put to, into the grave, into the ground, uh, the one country, two systems idea. Now, there are two forms of the scenario that we think the Department of Defense really needs to focus on. One, in my view, the most important and stressing is an invasion or fait accompli scenario where the PLA would, would have a kind of a quick move to recti uh, sort of resolve the issue through direct force and then present a too difficult uh, scenario for the United States and others to reverse. But also, it's really important for the defense establishment to think about a blockade or bombardment or kind of a cost imposition campaign. And these have somewhat different ramifications. 
Now, Taiwan is not the only plausible scenario the defense establishment needs to think about, but it is the hardest and it therefore requires focus. This is partially because focusing on easier scenarios would leave Taiwan uncovered. And if Taiwan were to fall because of that, it would make those uh, scenarios that before had been easier, say the South China Sea or more distant scenarios, much harder. Uh, meanwhile, if we effectively can defend Taiwan, then the Philippines, Australia, Japan, et cetera, are much more likely to be effectively defended. Now, two important points. One is effectively defending Taiwan doesn't require American military dominance. We just need to be able to deny it to China. It's hard to invade and sustain operations across 80 nautical miles of water. Second, as David Ockmanik of the Rand Corporation and others have, and Chris Doherty of CNAS, our former great colleague, have pointed out, it is a difficult but tractable problem for the US. It requires significant, meaningful, and tough changes, but it is feasible. Final point, it's especially important for the defense establishment to focus on Taiwan because of potent tendencies in the establishment towards inertia and keeping things the way they are. But the final point that, that I think Jim and I kind of would end with here is the armed forces of the United States should be adapted to the country's political requirements, not the political requirements of the country to the legacy force structure and operating patterns that people are, are accustomed to in the defense establishment. And that requires changing to be able to effectively defend Taiwan. And with that, thank you very much for hearing us out. We welcome any feedback and reactions.